listening to Midweek Starters, and Tom Brady is not retiring. Maybe it's a day to day. Tom Tom day-to-day. Brady has said it's a day to day. I'm Will Scarborough, joined by Turner, Shane Waller, and Dallas Austin. And who cares? Hon- honestly, like. Who cares that he's day to day? Like he's been day to day in people's minds for like two years. He's, I mean, he's forty four years old. He's won one hundred and fifty Super Bowls. Like, hang it up, dude. I get. I think now you're just pissy that Schefter didn't ask you if you were retiring and announced it anyway, and he did the exact same thing to you that he did to Luck, and you're just you're just being a baby about it. Well, I think the catalyst is he's not going to win another Super Bowl, unless unless just uh, miraculous stuff happens. But like, there's some teams that are going to be younger and more talented than the Bucks here in the next few years. They're not going to be able to re- retain I, every starter for another year. Let's put it that way. I could also totally see Brady coming back just to give Schefter the middle finger, so he so that the that- report was wrong. That's kind of that's my thought process right now. I think he doesn't retire for that exact reason. What if he goes back to New England, plays one game, and then retires? He wouldn't do that. I think he'd play a full season. If he did anything, he would sign like a one-day contract just so he technically retires a Patriot. But he's so pissed off at Belichick for not letting him stay for the, his whole career that he won't ever do that. I mean, Peyton did the same thing. Like, everyone kind of is like... Brett Favre did do that. He went back and signed a one-year deal with Green Bay. Sorry, one-day deal, not a one-year deal. A one-day deal with Green Bay said he retired a Packer. Like, a lot of people assumed that Peyton would do that with the Colts. But Peyton didn't. And there's a good he reason why. He basically said, well, he, he, what'd you say? There's a reason why Shane? he didn't. There's a reason why he didn't. There was yeah, no reason. One, they, cu- they cut him. Ursi cut him, yeah, yeah. But one they cut him, cut and him. two, yeah. One they he so Peyton didn't do that. One because they cut him, and two because he is like publicly said he wanted the Broncos to like know that he valued his time with the Broncos. It wasn't like I came here, like just for my last two years. Just now he for the he heck did of go. Him, he did like go I, and, I appreciated and valued my time at the Broncos. Now he went so, and he he went into the hall. As a Colt, though, he didn't go in as a Bronco, but he's still, yeah, I agree with that. But Ursi fucked him. I get his decision-making process to go get luck. However, there were a lot of angry people. Yeah, my point was just like from a Tom Brady perspective. Like if he did anything, he would sound like a one day. He's not going to do that because he's too mad at Bill Belichick. Yeah, and that was that's my like everybody in the news today was all oh, well, we burned his jersey when he left. And it's like, no, you didn't. He didn't leave on his... He didn't leave because he necessarily wanted to. He leaved because Bel- he left because Belichick forced him out. Are you saying that he didn't want to take his talents to South Tampa? He didn't. He wanted to stay in New England. Thank you, Turner, for the chuckle. I appreciate it. It was a joke. I know it was a joke, but he didn't want to go down there. So, but that that's twice. Here, here's what gets me. That's twice now that Schefter has done something like that, and it kind of like 
Y'all know, I've said it a hundred million times. I don't like Tom Brady. I never have. But that's a sh- that's the shittiest thing you can do. Because apparently he didn't even go, he like just announced it. He didn't even go ask Brady. Which I get you're trying to break a story. But you're doing it at the most inopportune times. In the middle of, you're in the middle of games on Championship Sunday and you announce that Brady is retiring? The hell, man. In the middle of a game three years ago and you announced that Luck, before he's even had a chance to cobble together a press conference, is retiring? Fuck off. All right. Rant over. He can dance pretty well, though. Good for him. He's also, like, playing for Schefter's standpoint. He's playing with, like, fire, in my opinion. Like, the one player that probably has enough power and clout to, like, actually affect his career as well established as he is as like an NFL insider is probably Tom Brady. This could this one could actually hurt him. You know, he disappeared he didn't disappear, but he wasn't as prevalent for several months after the Andrew Luck announcement as kind of like shade to what he did. This one might hurt him, especially if Brady decides to stay. Hot takes there. So, just for clarification. Also, like, ESPN's still, like, full force. Like, they... Oh, they're still going. Yeah, they're going for it. What, Wills? Well, is... Did we ever determine... I know we talked about it when all the maybe announcements that Brady was retiring. It... I thought Gronk had already said that, like, this was probably it. Like, maybe not a formal announcement, but it kind of, like, leaned into it. Is that... Am I making that up? I'm not sure, but I also think from from Gronk's perspective, like he kind of came back because you were asked. So if he doesn't go back this season, even with if even if Brady decided to go back, like I'm not sure that makes a huge difference in Brady's decision making initially either. Gronk, oh, I think whatever once. Brady does, Gronk will follow suit at this point, probably. But Maybe. I don't know. I just it. I, I swear I had seen something on like some comment he made, which kind of like made me not as surprised when the maybe true article broke about Brady. That's kind of a precursor. Like, he only came back to really play with Brady. It wasn't just like, man, I've got to play for these Buccaneers. Uh, so like the idea that like there was like some insinuation that Gronk would be retiring after this year kind of would make the Brady thing like bigger reveal but it kind of would make it make sense that he was planning to at least at this point i i haven't seen anything on gronk and i kind of looked like when the brady news broke i haven't actually like seen anything pre brady's announcement where he says that he's going or like likely to retire at this point but i'm not saying he didn't say it well we'll kind of get the the question answered like did he just hate belichick and that's why he retired the first time, or did he want to come back and play for Brady? My personal opinion is I think Belichick was going to trade him, and I don't think he wanted to play anywhere else or with anybody else. That's fair. And plus, hadn't he because he, he was he'd been injured, he was an aging he? tight end. Got what were you saying, Shane? I say, wasn't he also like those last couple seasons very injury prone? 
Yeah, he was very injury prone. He was having a lot of health issues. Uh, he was an aging veteran that still people valued because of his name, which like the people that Belichick loves to trade and get value for. Now, this is not the year that he actually retired, but like he told a story when he was an announcer that they were going to trade him to the Lions, and he basically threatened to retire if they traded him to the Lions. Like he, I mean, he told that on like national television that the year or two that he was out and he was on the pregame show or the halftime show or whatever, like uh, sportscaster role he took on for those two years. He told that story. I mean, that that's gone viral multiple times. So my personal opinion is, I think they were coming to a point where Belichick was probably going to try to get rid of him, and he basically said, "I'm only going to play with Tom," and he retired. And then when Tom left New England, he said come play with me. And he said, you're the only quarterback I'll play with. I'll come back. But also made for a very great T-Mobile commercial. There you go. But I agree with that. I think, I think he was half, I think he was half done when he left New England. I think he, he would have kept playing if he, it was without a threat of being traded as Turner said, but like, I think he also understands his mortality. Half done as in like, ready to retire but might come back right right like he would have if if the prospect of continuing to play i I think it's exactly that if the prospect of continuing to play with brady for a couple more years uh okay so coaching hires uh, there's been there's been some coaching hires made but the interesting thing now is the vikings potentially like I don't know how much Harbaugh expressing interest means because I think he's expressed interest for like literally anywhere but Michigan. But do we think that's a possibility? Do do we think another NFL team is going to be like Jim? Come coaches. I think it's possible, but I'm. The rumor out of San Francisco after his three-year tenure there was that he was incredibly, just an incredibly difficult coach, even for the NFL. Hard on the front office, hard on just like, and then in typical Harbaugh fashion, as we've seen over the years, like you have one good season and then you're just a massive jackass, but but you're mediocre. Okay. I mean, I think you get, I think this is how you judge what Harbaugh really thinks about Michigan. To me, that's like, that's what I'll take out of this, is however this goes, is if he thinks that he can build a winning program at Michigan that competes with Ohio State every year, with like, because he's a pro-style offense, he's not a spread college offense kind of guy. So if he thinks he can build a program that's going to compete with Ohio State, I think he'll stay at Michigan. But I think if he thinks, hey, I got the right group of guys, maybe Ohio State was a little bit in a down year, we beat Ohio State, we got to the playoff, and now I'll ride this energy and momentum back to the pros. I think that tells me 
he doesn't really believe he has the winning formula in Michigan. Because I think if you – like, he's such a Michigan guy. I mean, I can't see him not wanting to turn Michigan into, like, an elite dynasty-type program. I, when I say dynasty, like a, a perennial contender-type program. But the biggest question, too, is how much recruiting is taking a toll on him. Because what's the one well, thing you don't have to do in the pros? Well, recruiting can be very fun and enjoyable, as we've seen from our friend Brian. Like, I mean, if you're looking, if you're looking down south at LSU, like recruiting looks like a blast. Yeah, you get out from under the archbishop's thumb, and you can really you let can loose. grind on your recruits. They did. They didn't allow grinding at Notre Dame, and now he's just like. He's like that kid that had only ever been to middle school dances and then he gets to go to prom and there just happened to be a recruit there and cameras. <laughs> I mean... Ridiculous, but funny. And, and, the, and the little, like... I don't even know what it's called. Like, the little, like, two fingers in front of the eye like is like, the 70s, like... This one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, I don't... You should just stop that, please. I don't know how to, like, accurately describe it, but, like... I don't know. When, I mean, when, Lane, when I, Lane Kiffin tells you you're acting out of pocket, like, you're way the fuck out of pocket. Yes. <laughs> Preach. I mean... Uh... I mean, if you're as a, as a college football fan, do you want a coach that can dance? No. I mean, as a college football fan, I want a coach that can, you know. But like coach, coaches that try to dance, like what do we generally think about those coaches? Like we ever we ever seen Saban try to hit the gritty, like. <laughs> Well, I mean, he did hit the wobble look, in a leaked recruiting video, video at somebody's house. Look, Urban Meyer doesn't even dance when he's grinding on a chick. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I think there's something about winning coaches not <laughs> dancing. Like, if ever there was a time to be dancing, it would have been when Urban Meyer was with that girl, and he was sitting down. Like, that tells you how good of a coach, college coach, college coach. He was. So then, where would you put, um, or where would you rate Mike Leach's dancing abilities? It was terrible, so I'm thrilled. <laughs> like, it was, it was it was one of those clear moments where, like, I have to make an attempt, but he's so bad of it, it's clear, like, that he's never, ever danced, and that means the future's really bright for Mississippi State football. The future's yeah, bright and, for and Mississippi like, State He 100, like, you could tell. It was like, like the Saban T-Rex dance after the... Yeah, it was like the seven T Rex dance after the national championship. Like the players like make it and dance, but he obviously doesn't want to dance on national television. So they kind of gave like the bob would yeah. turn into the T Rex dance. But yeah, it's like there I, I mean, did it. Now let's go watch film. I prefer I that, that over. I prefer that over my coach to be in a trendy puffer jacket, doing the rain, standing directly behind like an eighteen year old kid. Kind of that, was his, that was his. That was his. That was his ski jacket. 
Yeah, that was he was skiing down the recruiting slopes. <laughs> the recruiting slopes. Yeah. <laughs> if he I'm continues just... on this path, LSU might be skiing down the re- the ranking slopes. Oh, they don't have far. I mean, they've already fallen pretty far. So, how much worse can it get? I mean, I think we could. Look, I, I mean, they they may win a national that. championship next year. It may be this dumb of a take because, like, he for all intents and purposes, it's like a talent, talent, talent rich environment, and he's a coach that has had winning teams throughout his career. Like, I'm not saying like it can't be successful, but it has that feel of urban to Jacksonville Jaguars. Like it, like it, it. It has that Clown feel of, like everyone's excited, like new coach, how's it going to do? And like weird behavior is already starting to evolve. Clown, Clown Town. Clown Town. Clown Town. It's, uh, he, it's he already like... seems like he doesn't fit in. Like and faking an accent. Was the biggest dead giveaway on that one? Yeah. Well, I think it's maybe an overreaction to like the fake accent. Like, I think he knows that he's coming from a very different place than his fan base, and he's like, at first, he's like, "I've got to connect this fan base, so I'm going to pretend to be Southern." And he's like, "Well, that was really stupid. I'm just going to be myself." And now everyone's like, "No, no, 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 be fake Southern." I don't see. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy that. I mean, Saban is not from the South, and he uh, was at LSU. He, he's Saban's from a small town in West Virginia. It Saban's might not a coal miner's South, daughter. Like he's he's yeah coal he's, miner's daughter. Okay, he's he's from a small town in West Virginia and talks about pumping gas at his dad's gas station. I mean, he's not exactly like. It's not like he's from Massachusetts Boston. over there. Yeah. Yeah, Saban understands the Southern experience. That's why he gets along in Alabama you mean, just fine. Saban and at unders- LSU. Saban understands the value of hard work. This is actually really good. Because, like, other coaches can be as weird as they want to now. No one will notice. Like, Dab- Dabo's well, wearing, we'll all- like, capri pants. No one cares. Look at Brian. Like, We will all still continue to look at how weird Mike Leach is being. Though. That's not going to change. You know I'm right. You don't want to say I, it. I would. I, hey, I would rather a man that thinks he's a pirate than someone that's swashbuckling with recruits. Like, just saying. Swashbuckling. I mean, hey, man, swing your sword. I'm, oh, I don't. I don't let that one lie. Yeah, you will. So. Back to back, back to Harbaugh. Back back to another nervous bird. Does he get a second shot in the NFL? Yes, round table. Yes or no? I think if he if he wants a second shot, he'll get it. The question is, will he take the shot? I I'm think not... he wants the second shot, but he's down to like there's only one slot left. Like. He's got one one mark left on his dance card, and it's the Vikings. I mean, that's 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 a shot this year. I'm Is not that sure. The only, that's the only job left open. Yeah, I think so. Jacksonville has has the Jacksonville Dolphins. hired? 
Jacksonville hasn't hired. The Dolphins haven't hired. I think there's multiple jobs left open. The Raiders hired and the Giants hired, so... Allegedly, the Raiders hired. Allegedly. And the Broncos. Wait, Allegedly. Wait, wait, wait. wait who, who hired uh, Fangio, Fangio, Fagio, whatever the hell his name is? In 53 years of coaching, he's never yeah, seen... Yeah, in 53 this. years of coaching, he's never seen someone run the old FU play. I think he got... He got fired by the Broncos. He did, but not... So, he got a he, he got may have been job picked somewhere. up as a coordinator somewhere. Where did he go? Yeah, maybe a defensive coordinator. I don't think he got another head coaching gig. Uh, no, the Jaguars interviewed him. <laughs> that makes four, sense. That's what I that's what I read four days ago. Jaguars okay. interview Vic Fangio for head coach. I mean. They sent a clown car to his hotel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, surely they're not going to hire a defensive-minded head coach when they just drafted, like, a generational prospect at quarterback, right? Uh, I mean, we'll see. tell me they're going to hire someone who can develop a quarterback in the NFL. Nah. Or they think can develop a quarterback in the NFL. They're going to hire someone they think can develop a quarterback in the NFL. There, they're I gonna, told you what's my prize. They're gonna they're gonna hire Dan not Mullen. The guy <laughs> get a gold just star got for not being able <laughs> <laughs> not hire the guy who just got fired from the Broncos for not being able to develop Drew Luck or Teddy Bridgewater. I'm just saying they interviewed him. I'm not I'm not a crazy person. Oh, like the, he, his name is in head coaching no, no, job circle. And he's not, and we, and the most recent thing, Jim Harbaugh and Vic. Is it Fangio? I really don't care about this guy yeah, at it's all. Fangio. Fangio, yeah, it's Fangio. Linked to Minnesota Vikings. So he's been linked to not one, but two head coaching jobs. Like I I don't get it. The the Texans job is also still open, by the way, which is actually a pretty interesting gig if you think you can get Talk Watson into staying. Mm. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I'm with Wills on this one. Okay. I mean, your 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 team <laughs> nuking your like life, possibly deservedly, possibly deservedly. Not gonna say that, but like possibly deservedly. But I, it's deservedly or not. Like it's hard to get back with that team and be like, it sucks that you outed me for all loved. those women, but I'd like to come play football for you again. Like. Yeah. We'll see. I just think it would be interesting if they hire Flores, who, like, like almost publicly in the media said, like, I don't want to uh, go get me to Sean Watson. And then... He didn't say go get me to Texans, though. Well, but he's no longer longer with the team with Tua, so... That's what I'm saying. Like, Flores is... Forrest got fired, so like Forrest is interviewed for the Texans job. I don't know. Alright. Oh, and Jerry Jerry Jones has already said that he has not talked to Sean Payton. He he has he has not uh had no intention of, of calling Sean Payton this year. Of course this this year. Yeah. Yeah. This year. Jerry's also not dumb. 
he he probably didn't talk to Sean Payton so that he can go on his radio and show say I didn't talk to Sean Payton. But but his son has probably talked to Sean Payton. I mean, or he built his, his stadium east to west. He's pretty freaking dumb. That's true. I've been That's there, true. done that. He's good. Yeah. That's fair. All right. McDaniel's in Oakland, allegedly. He's been hired as a head coach once before. We'll we'll see if he actually goes. Uh, do you think? Do we think? Like this, going back to to last last week's conversation about Derek Carr. Um, I think I said Oakland. I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, do you How think? Do you think that he will keep Carr if he can? Look, if I was Carr, I would want out. Even with I, I would want coming. I would I would want because uh, it's I think you're in a Cowboys style situation where it doesn't matter who the coach is, like your problems are higher up the chain. You know the Mister Haircut, Mister I cut my own hair. I think that could be a big part of the problem. Um. If I'm Carr and I've done, if I've had as good a career as I have on the freaking nightmare carousel that has been the Raiders, I want out. Like, I, I'm looking at teams that are in need of a quarterback that don't want to deal with scientist Aaron Rodgers, and I'm, I'm going there if I can. If, I, if, there's, if there's a way for me to get out, I'm, I'm trying to escape Oakland. I'm Las Vegas, same thing. All the fans still in Oakland. Um, all, well, actually, really, all the fans are in Los Angeles. But any, we don't. We can get into that if we wanted we'll, to. We'll too. get. That we'll char- get there. That we'll, that Chargers game that one time though. We'll in, we'll we'll get to the 49ers home game. So, okay, I was, I was just curious because I like the more I've thought about it since last week, the more I am. The more I like the idea of Derek Carr coming to Indianapolis. I just, yeah, I, I'm I'm about it. I'm for it. But it's still Indianapolis. You're probably going to end up with Derek Carr, and Wentz. Mm, <laughs> I'm not super convinced on that right now. It's been pretty. From the media reports I've seen, it's pretty tense. Can I also say that media reported Tom Brady was retiring when we don't? Yeah, this is like this is this is local. This isn't like the national media. Still, this is like the. Was everyone really excited to bring him there in the first place, Shane? Wentz. Yes. No. So. I'm just saying, Carson Wentz isn't one of those things like you just, it just, it, you say, oh, I would really prefer not to do this, and it goes away. Because then all like your football establishment elites of the NFL are like, but did this Sir Carson of Wentz? Like, you can't get rid of this possible MVP candidate. Like, MVP of 2016, 17? I'm, I'm just saying, it, 
he he is the fair haired child of the NFL. Like I don't know what well, he has to he do for to. them to for for the mass media of the NFL to be like this guy's not good. I don't uh, know what he has to about, do. How about how about turn the ball over and lose in Jacksonville? That's all he had to do for me, even though I still didn't like him before. But. Yeah, but you but you were you were already you were already hip to the game at that point. And they were they I've were been still hip to the game since 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 he didn't win a Super Bowl. That that's I think the biggest thing that the media keeps forgetting. Every time they talk about Carson Wentz, he didn't win that Super Bowl. Nick Foles did. <laughs> Hell, go get me Foles. I don't care at this point. Anybody but him. Mm. Yeah, don't go get don't go mm. get me Foles. He's kind of gone downhill just a mm. smidge. I mean, Mike White, am I right? What did you give up to get Wentz? I personally, Mike White, gave up nothing. Is under undefeated against Super Bowl contender Joe Burrow. He is. Is look, I'm thrilled for the Bengals because I always want to see my kids succeed. The Jets don't. The Jets don't have Going bragging back. rights over many teams, but I just, I just want to say, the two te- two teams that we daddied this year, Titans, Bengals. Just saying, putting it out there. <laughs> anyway, um, what did what did for real? What did the Colts end up giving up for Wentz? First round pick. First with round the way pick. the trade was written. First round pick, unless he didn't play seventy five percent. Uh, what you did? I think it was this year's first okay. round. I think I'd have to double check because, but I could be. It could be next year's. Okay. Either way, because so wh- there. What are you gonna get for him if you get rid of him? A new quarterback. No, you're gonna. You have those on nothing. your roster. What are you gonna get for him? Yeah, you're going to get nothing, and then you're going to have to give up more picks for a new quarterback. Again. Hey, I know I know of a value quarterback, quarterback that, that you can get in the draft this year. Who? I feel like this is not going to be a good answer. If you say Matt Corral, like it's it being – is that who you're going to say? That's who I'm going to say. Corral will go before we pick. Mm, yeah, I think you will. All your teams that would like go for that aren't, will aren't really drafting quarterbacks this year. Like they kind of got their guys last year. All your shitty teams got their guy last year. Yeah, pretty much. Jacksonville got their guy. The Bears got their guy. We got our guy. Like it's it's the there's not like in your other like the Steelers are the Steelers gonna. Are the Steelers going to be thinking, let's get Matt Corral? Are they going to be thinking, how do we get Aaron Rodgers over here? Or Derek Carr over here? Like, I think, it, and to me, Pickett fits better with the Steelers than Corral, if they go that way. I mean, those are your two, those are your two options this year. There are two, I think and then you the got... the kid out of, uh, I mean, he won't go... As high as the Colts pick, but the kid out of Liberty's a developmental prospect. I mean, if 
we think Corral might I mean, I think he can have some success in the NFL. I wouldn't hate it. I don't Keep I don't it. have an I'm issue. Keeping the, I, I, I'm keeping I'm not, the receipts on that one. <laughs> I'm not if he can have I think if if I mean I think there are a lot of people that believe he can have success. Honestly, I th- I think that I think Washington should probably draft him anyway, but they really need a quarterback. But I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and be that Mississippi State fan that's like, oh, an Ole Miss player, I can no longer like my own team. That's just stupid. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm I'm glad we got this on record in the event that it happens. If it happens, it happens. Also, if it happens, that means it's next year's first round pick. <laughs> uh, but there's still the big issue of you have to unload Wentz either way. He's too much of a cap hit. That's the problem. I don't know. I don't know who's taken. I don't, I don't know who's. Well, we need Ballard to go work his magic. Nobody wants him. I mean, who's gonna tra- who's gonna trade you? What team out there needs a quarterback that's like, hey, I'm willing to take a risk and take Car- take on Carson Wentz? Can we send him to Houston? I know that would be weird and all since we're in the same division, but I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't hate it if it cleared our. What are we gonna do? Get Deshaun back from him? <laughs> that no, that I mean would, like no 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 I mean just send that him to would Houston. be the trade of the century. Just, just send him, just send him there. I don't send him down there. Put him on a bus to Houston, or make him walk. You're not, you're not even gonna Car- fly him down there. Nah, Car- put him on a bus. Carson Wentz for Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> I mean, I mean it. it it's a bad trade on paper. Tyrod's a pretty good quarterback. But Tyrod ain't bad. I, I mean, Carson for Tyrod. I mean, he was playing pretty good at the Chargers, and then they punctured his lung. And he actually played pretty decent the first two games with the Texans, and then he, like, what, pulled a hamstring or something this year. You make a great backup behind Matt Grell. Okay. Wheels to space. Okay. <laughs> We're I, I think really expecting the next uh, the next Patrick Mahomes out of Matt Corral here on this podcast. <laughs> mm, I didn't say that. <laughs> Not what I said. Not in the slightest. Okay. So now now just tidying up football, we gotta talk about the games. Uh We'll do, we'll do the Bengals first. We'll do the Bengals first. We'll do them in the order that they played. Overtime rules it, still need to be changed. Okay. I had to get yes, that out of the way. They, they still do. They still do. That's true. However, I find it incredibly interesting that Patrick Mahomes has done nothing to be an unlikable guy. Like, if you just look at Patrick Mahomes, like, he's he's done literally everything right. Nice-looking kid, 
nice to everybody, good sportsmanship. Like you never have Patrick Mahomes out there getting unsportsmanlike penalties like Tom Brady. And, you know, we just he's got a problem. He's in divisions with quarterbacks that are also that likable. And his brother's really not likable. And his team is really good and breaks a lot of fan bases' hearts. So he's about to become like the Darth Vader of the AFC, and he's done literally nothing to deserve it. I mean... The Grim Reaper quote was cool, but it doesn't help. It's mostly who he associates with. It is. It's not just his brother. It's not just his brother either. And it doesn't help that in like juxtaposition, Joe Burrow is just so freaking cool. Yeah. Like, right. I'm actually kind of starting to like Joe Burrow, and he, like, crushed my heart as an Alabama fan in, like, just a year and, like, a half out. Like, I'm already kind of like, he's really actually pretty cool. Like, if he hadn't played for LSU, I would already think he was cool. I don't have a problem with him, but I'm also not just, an Alabama fan. I mean, my point is, like, most players... We got to see his like, butt cheeks at the Mississippi State game. Never forget that. Hashtag never forget. Most players that like crush an Alabama season takes me a very long time to forgive. For instance, still not a huge Cam Newton fan, even after all these years. Cam I mean, didn't no help one himself, is, though. I mean, no one like, is. I, I'm just, I'm just. My point in that though is like, like in just essentially two football seasons, I'm kind of like. Burrow's actually kind of cool. He's so calm. And and here's the thing. Uh, they were talking about he was, you know, the leader of the Cincinnati Mafia this week walking into to Arrowhead. And uh, you say anything bad about that man, you're going to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> Quote if me that, on that. If that outfit was any indication, absolutely. That and the quote about whether or not his diamonds were, were real was pretty badass. Yeah, that reporter is now uh, tied to center blocks at the bottom of the Potomac. <laughs> the Potomac. I, I feel like Joe yes, they Burrow took him away is, from Kansas City. They brought him over him. here. Yes. Yeah, I feel like he's what Aaron Rodgers thinks he is. Like how Joe Burrow actually is is how Aaron Rodgers views himself. Like, in his own little way. So, um... But Maybe the not. Game. Forget it. <laughs> the, the game, though. I mean, the, the Chiefs were a little inconsistent all season. Knew that going it, in. It, it, it caught up, and it, ha- it happened to him. Like, I, I don't understand how you can go from walking over a team that effortlessly... To getting shut down, but whoever the DC of the Bengals is, like give them a raise. Like whatever adjustments were made, I mean, you 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 went from not being able to stop them at all to them scoring like what one more, two more field goals or something in the second half. How many points did they score in the second half? A number three, three, one field goal. See, like that, like that's incredible. And it was the one to tie the game as regulation expired. So they literally gave up zero points for twenty nine and a half minutes or whatever. And then you got, and then got the turnover in OT. Like it's, it's. 
I do think like the obviously give the Bengals coordinator a raise, but also the fact that the play on the goal line right before halftime felt like it changed the bad decision. Like it gave the Bengals defense confidence and the fact that they didn't convert that into three points on the Chiefs side and go in up what would have been three full touchdowns. Like both of those things combined seemed like it helped the Bengals and hurt the Chiefs. I I agree with that. I kind of at the end of that when it happened, I was like, "Hmm, that's gonna that's gonna get in some people's heads." I mean, it was honestly that was the one like bad like decision Mahomes made. No all points for a whole half. Quarter. Yeah. Now to be clear, I didn't think it would be like a zero points the entire second half decision. Oh yeah, but. I mean no, but still. Also, with like, it's kind of like the Bengals defense has kind of caught lightning in a bottle here with like opportune turnovers. Because they, ha- they had them when they needed them, like needed them, needed them to stay in the game with the Titans. They did it again with the Chiefs. Like, one more game. I'm not saying they can't do it again, but it just seems to me like the part of your team that was being a weakness, like a little bit, just is getting all the breaks at the right time of the year. I mean, maybe they're not just facing offenses as elite as the Jets with Mike Wyatt, but they do. They it seems it seems to me that they're get, they're getting much more turnovers in in these playoffs than you would have expected going in. And sometimes teams just play like down to their competition too. Mm. Don't we know it? I agree. And then in the second half. Mike really got going, and they they sort of they they won the game, but because he did like there like he there was some struggles early on in that game because I mean he was his backup quarterback he'd just gone in like I think he may have thrown a pick in the first half so I mean I agree Turner that the Jets did play down to them in like the first quarter of that game like then once the rust kind of got shaken off I mean it was a barn burner had a little bit of everything and I mean the better team clearly won. And that's why Shane, I want the Bengals to win the Super Bowl so damn bad. <laughs> Shane is speechless. That is a very rare occasion for those few listeners we have. Very rare occasion. Okay, mo- mo- moving on to the uh, the Niners and Rams. Uh, I got to tell you, 100% got a noise complaint at the end of that game. Hundred percent was yelling at the television. Not surprised. Should you tell him or should I, Wills? You you can tell him. They were never going to let the Rams lose. I I know in SoFi with the Super Bowl also being in SoFi. Don't I mean I I am a subscriber to the to the conspiracy theory. I get that, but I still audibly yelled okay. at the television. And probably got a noise complaint. You know, I, it's it's harder to really have a commentary on this game because like no one really expect. I mean, it it happened the way we expected it to. Like Forty Nine ers wanted it a lot, made a really good game at it. At the end of the day, Garoppolo is was not going to lead the team down the field in the last minutes of the game and win it. And it was and just. It, also, it was maybe a little worse of a letdown at the end than I thought it would be, but overall, that game I think went very much to script. 
And I also think that Garoppolo will no longer be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers next year. They've got to find a, a they've got to find a guy like who they get this year. Their what, team Love? is too good not to find a no. guy. Um, ooh, no, we already talked about Aaron Rodgers. We already talked about Aaron Rodgers yeah, hating their guts. Um, they, I mean, although he is the perfect fit, like their team is built to win with a with a good quarterback. But to further the conspiracy, since we're on the conspiracy. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Rob, Rob Lowe wearing a Rams hat. Mr. NFL hat It's now in a Rams hat. Just saying. This is this is the culmination of what the NFL wanted. They wanted the L.A. bandwagon fan base money. And if they can just convince them it. that the Starting Rams are unbeatable, the city of L.A. will be like, yes, we will root for this team too. If you can guarantee us that they're gonna just gonna be better every year because LA will root for them. So like the NFL is and Sean McVay to his credit is trying to deliver that for them. Yeah, I mean I think McVay is a good coach. It's just why has it gotta be in LA? Because the only way LA can win is that they have the absolute best players in every sport all on the same team. Like with the Dodgers or Lakers, like I was gonna say, it doesn't sound like the Dodgers or Lakers at all. I'm just there's a, there's a pat like they they copy and pasted successful uh, L.A. sports franchises and were just like Rams, let's go. G- give me a young coach and every drama e star e player we can find on the same roster. Let's go. It will be interesting too, because. Stafford finally gets his moment to shine. I'm not a Stafford believer. Really? I'm not. Look, he hasn't, like, choked in the playoffs, which I thought was a possibility, but not, like, a probability, if that makes sense. Like... He's definitely a good enough quarterback that he shouldn't, but we hadn't seen a playoff game, so like it's like there's the the chances yeah. out there that like he's not that guy. He's won games, but like he's done th- he's also done things in those games that with a little bit of a break could have gone the very wrong way. He could have thrown that game away if if whatever uh, the safety hadn't dropped the ball dropped an interception in the fourth quarter. They hit him in the face. I'm I'm just saying, like th- we're all like, yay, Matt Stafford's proven everybody wrong. If that guy doesn't drop a ball that hits him like square in the numbers, we're talking about how Matt Stafford blew the championship game. Just saying. So I'm I'm not fully I'm not on an underthrown ball because he doesn't he's older and doesn't have the velocity. That would have been the. St- I'm not saying he's older and doesn't have the velocity. I'm saying that would have been what was written down in every article you read. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean. I was like, guy, yeah, I got screwed. Ram- the Rams, the Lions, never put people around him enough people around him to be successful as a whole team. I always thought he was a pretty successful quarterback. He just played on a very crappy team, very Archie type quarterback. Rams, Bengals. We'll get in. We'll get into it more. 
before the Super Bowl, but I would just say the Bengals have created a cool enough of an underdog storyline that I think the referees may call the game sixty only sixty forty in favor of the Rams. Just to just to like give it some life. Have they announced referees yet? It's a grand conspiracy, Shane. Doesn't matter who they announce. I heard they're going to have Shane Hockley, Ed Hockley, the whole Hockley family is just going to call the game. <laughs> yeah, and they're actually going to put, um, uh, they're going to bring over in like a one-time crossover event, Angel Hernandez. And they're gonna they're gonna let they're gonna let him be the designated replay official. And uh I guess that uh at umpire we'll have Costello back there. <laughs> uh yeah, that's yeah, they're, they're gonna get Perry <laughs> Costello and Angel Hernandez to come be rest for the Super Bowl. They're gonna put him put him up at the four seasons in uh in LA, bring them a limo to the field, and uh, they're actually they're actually gonna like give them big numbers like the players, so that they can feel even more <laughs> as if it's about them. God bless us, everyone. Okay, so from there, another sporting event starting this week. That's why we're not gonna talk about the Super Bowl. We're gonna wrap up with. The Winter Olympics. USA. USA. Do you know how many sports there are in the Winter Olympics? I don't know a damn thing about the Winter Olympics because it's played in the snow and we don't have that where we're from. There's curling. There's hockey. There's... What's the thing where they ski and shoot things and ski and shoot things? Ski and shooting is the uh, biathlon. The biathlon. Okay, yes. I like the biathlon. Uh, snowboarding, case, right? In, in case yep. anyone Sean is White made the, I think Sean White made the team. Sean that was like White, a little bit in there, question, but Sean White made the team. There are fifteen sports in the Winter Olympics. There's Alice alpine skiing, the biathlon, the bobsled, the cross country skiing, curling, figure skating, freestyle skiing, ice hockey, the luge, the Nordic Combine. Or not Nordic combined. I don't know how you say that. Short track speed skating, the skeleton, ski jumping, snowboarding, and speed skating. Wait, the skeleton? Yes, that's where they ride uh, feet first it's, down like the same track as a bobsled. It's like the, but it's like supposedly a lot oh, more it's scary. Like, it's yeah, like a like one man. Oh, I know. I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like the little thing that's like got like it looks like three pieces of metal and you lay on it. It's a lot yeah. scarier than a bobsled. Yeah, that's actually kind of terrifying. Imagine like practicing that every day. I would be mm-hmm. so impressed with myself if I could even just like get on that thing and get to the finish line without dying. And those guys are like doing it competitively, worried about like the line that they're taking to maximize their speed. Yeah, I'm that's worried about that's the part that's so impressive to me. Yeah, I'm worried about making it down there without shitting myself. Yeah, totally agreed. <laughs> right, I have that a nice turn. Not wrong. Totally agreed. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, not wrong. <laughs> I don't mean this offensive in any way, but does weight matter? And it's like it's like jockeys need to be like teeny tiny skinny people. Right. No, I get where you're horse. going. 
but this is downhill. Yes. So like, would matter, yeah. what is the appropriate weight to maximize your speed? Also, I how big are these things? Like, are we looking for like, like really tall people who are both heavy and aerodynamic? Yeah. Or are we looking, looking for like for... little jockey people? No, I think you're looking for because like the you also like start yourself in that event. That's one of the events actually. I think I watched three years ago. Like you start yourself. Are we talking the skeleton? So, yeah. So you like want long arms because you create more like launch when you go, right? But you don't want to be so heavy that you're not aerodynamic. It would be a good way to. Oh, and I was wrong. Um, the skeleton is when you go down face first. The luge is where you go down feet first. I was incorrect. Both are scary, though. Both, yeah, Both are like on like yeah. the not bobsled. On the, on, the, on the skeleton, you're like you laying be... on your stomach face first. Okay, I feel like you have to be braver to go down face first. I think either way. But yeah, they're like... Both of them, they're like, you know... You ever see a creeper that you use to get under a car? Mm-hmm. Like you sit on your back. Yeah. They use one of those, but with basically razor blades on the bottom. And then if you're skeleton, you go to stomach down. If you're uh if you're going to lose, you go feet first. Same looks like the same board basically, but yeah. So what Crazy. if Michael Phelps was to come back as a skeleton winner and be like the first like Winter Olympics and Summer Olympics Super Olympian because he has freakishly long arms and he's not fat. Okay, so maybe maybe just like body type doesn't matter. So I'm looking at the USA skeleton team as we're talking. They have everything from a 6'4 guy to a 5'9 guy. Hmm. I mean, are they athletically built? Yeah, what's are they the, like? What's the yeah, they're all. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're all like. like I mean, are, we, are we talking like cornerback or running back? Like six four one ninety. So I mean, he's not like okay, okay, okay. I mean, he's he's not like a stick, right? And then the it's not the five nine guys one hundred and seventy five pounds. So I mean, he's so he can got be, some he can be either. Like I guess, yeah. Huh. So I I could do this at six three, one seventy five eighty. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I mean, body type wise, you could do this. Yes. Yeah. Now, now, strength wise, hell no. <laughs> I don't know, Shane. I think you could fall down a hill. I mean, that's essentially all we're doing is you're I mean, falling you're down not, a hill. You're, you're right. It's that's it's it's not flying. It's falling in style, right? I mean, hey. Yeah. Got to pull the buzz when you can, right? Okay, so I'll definitely have to watch that this year. Yep, um, I think I'm going to just go ahead and set it to record everything. Yeah, um, if I may make a suggestion on something to watch for sure would be uh, the bobsled, the bobsledding, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. to see the, I believe, the Jamaican team. In addition, too, we get... Um, we do get All Star Week this week for hockey. That's true. The All Star game. But we on don't. Saturday. We don't get. We don't get Olympics though. We don't get. We don't. Well, we get hockey. We don't get 
we don't get uh, NHL players playing. So will it be would would club so, would club team players be able to play like they're like farm college. league type teams? It, yeah, I think club leagues can go play, but I think they pulled most everybody from college. Is I what I really would the Jackson Bandits be allowed to play? Well, the Jackson Bandits don't exist, so no. But if they were there, could they play? I'm sure. Thank you. Would the Coachella the NHL, Valley Firebirds be able to put some players up there? <laughs> so the NHL doesn't like sanction necessarily sanction the American Hockey League. So the it's up to the American Hockey League and the other whatever. There's two two minor league fields that you can pull from. It's not the same of like as baseball. It's a little bit kind of weird how they how they do minor league hockey. I thought the NHL was going to let the fun. players go play. Mm-mm. They're playing. They they are doing all of the ninety five makeup games they have to do. Uh, ninety five yeah, originally so. What the contract, what the player association agreement was, I found this out after complaining about not letting them go play. Um, What the agreement was is that they would allow for players to play in the Olympics after not letting them play in 2018, contingent on the COVID situation at the time. So up until December, they were going to go play. But then when you had COVID cancellations start rolling in like crazy, the pause and everything else, it amassed a 95-game makeup period. So there are 95-ish games that have to be made up. That number might be a little – it may have been a little less, but I know there was a five in it. Um, and so with that, the NHL was like, there's too many games to make up. We don't want to add at the end of the season. So what was that, Dallas? Didn't he, say a damn thing. He was he was he was making fun of your I know there was a five in it. I'm pretty sure it's ninety five. Anyway, they could, could be twenty five, but pretty sure it's ninety five. No, right? it's not twenty five because they, they didn't play for I mean it was a it's a lot. The Islanders have like six games to make up. So yeah, alone. The Islanders the Islanders pretty much just were like The Islanders started the whole debate of are we gonna get to go to the Olympics? Uh they were island boys, and so they were about the, to. Let, they're allowed to let the island boys dress out. <laughs> and so that 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 is what initiated this. Now, originally they were going to go to the Olympics, but then, you know, like everything else, the last couple of years, COVID, COVID ruined that. And it's not a right, situation so- where in eighteen you could protest and go. This year, it's like, nope, you signed the contract that said you would play if we had to restart games because of COVID. So, well, you won't see great. any NHL players. That that actually could be more fun, in a way. It'll be interesting because, because the the Olympics are all about becoming wildly attached to people you've never heard of before for like right. two weeks. So I, you know, I think you know, like basketball, like. It has all the star power in the world, but it's still like not the Olympic sport like it should feel like it should be, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's fun to watch like an all star team get beat by like China sometimes. Like it's it's fun to watch that every now and then, as long as they come back and win the whole thing for the U.S. Like it's fun to watch those like preliminary games and all. Like 
it's it's fun to watch that, but I feel like with with no professional players in hockey, like it'll have more of that like miracle feel to it. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's I'm gonna be that. it'd be interesting. I mean, it'll also give us those of us trying to learn the sport more. It'll give us kind of insight and kind of some of these these college players that you will see in the NHL in four years. I'll know I'll know who the Kraken need to draft. That's what you're telling me. Pretty much. So. Uh, but with the All-Star game, of course, East-West, um, always a fun time. It's actually very – I thoroughly enjoy watching. I have watched the last two that have occurred. Um, they did not play one last year because of the shortened season. So uh, 19 and 20, highly encourage watching it. It's really short. It's not like a full game. I think it's it probably lasts an hour and a half. Uh, but it's it's a lot of fun to watch. So anyway, we'll keep keep around that. Uh, we'll keep on the skeleton, the luge, the yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I think we're all ready for that now. And um, bobsled, obviously. Um, Maybe this is the year that the Jamaican team finally breaks through and wins gold. I hope so. They have so. to. They've got to honor. They've got to honor the original team. Absolutely. Also, the Pro Bowls this weekend, so everyone cannot watch uh, that. Thank you. Absolutely, I wasn't yeah. even gonna like. I thought about mentioning it, but then it was kind of like eh, I'm not gonna watch it. So, yeah. But speaking of crashes, hey, see what he did. NASCAR there. starts back this weekend. Uh. Sunday at 5 Central on Fox. They're racing at the Coliseum in uh, L.A. They've built a like quarter-mile track in the middle of the Coliseum, and they're going to go do some crazy sprint races and then have a main heat uh, Sunday night. So worth watching to see. the. This will be the first debut of the next-gen car. So, so is, it, is it 500? Are they doing 500 miles? No. No. They're Didn't doing like short way. track dirt racing. Okay. Um two fifty. It's uh I don't even think it's that long. Oh wow. Uh, they're I mean it's it's a very interesting I don't see the the format. Yeah. I don't see it, but the the main yeah, we'll know main, we'll know when it starts. <laughs> yeah, the final starts at uh five o'clock central on Sunday night. Outstanding. Gonna try to watch that one. There won't be football to watch. Well, I think that about sums it up. Yep. Raise hell and praise Dale. Yep. This is this has been midweek starters. Go Joe Burrow. Go Team Jamaica. Go Jets.